fire in the summer. Do you remember? Do you remember when we met that summer? New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take grip if I have one. Bitch. Welcome. This is New Taku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast, or email us questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Before we get into our our episode i quickly wanted to talk about something crunchyroll just put out a thing last week um they're doing mob psycho 102 charity event so crunchyroll has announced they are sponsoring the 2019 intercollege animation festival it's an animation festival animation film festival built to both showcase the work of students within Japan's prominent art universities and educational institutions and to connect those students with leading professionals already working in the anime industry. So what does this mean? It means from last week until October 2nd, Crunchyroll will increase their donation for every episode of Mob Psycho 102 watched. So if you wanted to get caught up on that show, now's the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. It's for charity. I'm trying myself. I'm I'm only on uh, episode five though, season one. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to two. Just skip we'll the two and put it, put it on yeah. in the background you and go what? do something else. That's a great idea. There that is go. what I'm going to do. Make Crunchyroll donate some of the money, or else I'm going to cancel my subscription. Right? Yeah. Some some of our money. Why not? You know, it's <laughs> that's a great idea. That's what I'm going to do. It's finally upon us, Frank. What is that? It is our best of 2019. Summer episode. Boom. Cue yes. the fireworks. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, 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 bah. I'm, prob- I'm probably not going to do that. No. But that was good that you did it, so I don't have to. Yes. Put- <laughs> it's the main event. This is what we were watching these shows for. Yes. The so. culmination of all our hard, hard work. Hours and hours, hours. and hours. Uh, and enjoying some of it. True. Yes, very true. And not really enjoying some of it. Some of it feels like work. Some of it does not. No. Yes. All right. So what qualifies for summer 2019 as according to Nutaku podcast, anime podcast. Okay. So it shows that we watched helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So they had to end in summer. Okay. Now ended in summer season ends, not in summer because it's actually fall mm-hmm. ended when the summer season ends. So we have some carryovers and stuff like that. Legally streaming helps. So Hulu, Crunchyroll, High Dive, Netflix, Amazon Prime. That's about it. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. Yeah. So we have categories. We have best boy, best girl, best worst villain, best OP, which stands for opening performance or opening theme, best ED, which also stands for ending performance or theme. (laughs) We also have the mediocrity award, which we've called the MOX, which stands for Midnight Occult Civil Servants. (laughs) If you want to find out our review on Midnight Called Civil Servants, go check out the Best of Spring episode. Yeah, I think I got pretty heated. What, about Midnight Occult? Yeah, I think I did. No, no, you you didn't hate that one as much as you think you did. That was very oh, gone. Maybe it didn't age as well in my head. 
<laughs> best individual episode of 2019. And then best overall show, 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 show of 2019 summer. All right. That's good. The winners of those will go against the winners of spring 2019 to name the best of 2019 as chosen by Frank and Jim oh! of the new Taku Anime Podcast. I'll create something out of like uh, tin foils to give Ooh, to... a crown? Yes. Yes, it's wonderful. To imaginary people that will never get it. Maybe I'll send it <laughs> to the studio and they'll be like, they'll be amazing. how is this? Or we'll tell yeah. them they have to come pick it up. <laughs> yes. All the right. curatorial yeah. is going to send his representative. <laughs> All right, so we have a brand new official Nutaku rating system. I'm so excited to yes. debut this. Okay. So should we start from, start from the top or start from the bottom? Let's start from the top. Yeah. So the best overall rating you can give something is Masterpiece. 10 out of 10. Yes, something that will be remembered forever mm -hmm. or at least till you're alive. Uh, must watch is the next one. You got to watch this show. Yeah. Recommend good man yeah must watch yeah. it's like whoa check this out yes so if it's it's good man then it's it's recommended it's recommended yeah. and then we have the mocks this is a very anime anime if i've ever watched an anime pure mediocrity named after midnight occult civil service mm -hmm. yes not good would not recommend no. and finally i'm canceling my subscription and that basically means fuck this fucking show. Yeah, this is a show that made you uh, angry that you had to watch it. Yeah, angry at the television, <laughs> angry at your wife, right, angry yeah. at your cats, dogs. You're working through a lot on the show, and you're like, why do I hate everything? Yelling at clouds. Right. <laughs> and of course, before anyone gets offended, this is all opinion. Everyone is welcome to theirs. Don't get angry if we disagree with you. It's okay. We are probably just joking. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if you have a difference in opinion, feel free to write in. We'd love to, love to open up some dialogue. Yeah. It'd be great. We'll talk about where to have a contact us at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything that we didn't watch officially for our watch list that you kept up on? Not for this season. No. Uh, I started mob psycho this weekend and I am on season three of oh, my sorry. hero. My sorry. Hero. Yeah. yeah so those are the two that I've been watching on the side that we're not we're not covering, but nothing current from this season. No, I have. Oh, yeah. uh, are you lost? Which I've talked about. Mm -hmm. Etchy survival show. I thought it was hilarious. Carol on Tuesday. I'm almost done. Carol on Tuesday. It's fucking awesome. I can't. I can recommend that one. No. Um, and due to my recently screwed up sleep schedule, I completed, finished. Do you love your mom? And our two hit multi target. Oh, attacks. Well, so what? What's the deal? What's the end result? It's it's fun. It's it's nothing too deep. No, uh, it's basically just a bunch of excuses. They get the mom half naked and then put the son in uncomfortable right. positions. Run around some jiggling. And uh, mom's pretty hot, so uh, <laughs> not terrible. It's definitely like etchy, not so sure. funny humor. I laughed a couple of times. It's fine. Makes the day go by. It's yes, to yeah, that would definitely find it fall if we were going to go in our categories. Mm -hmm. That would fall into a mox territory, very middle of the road. I could see that being like wasn't uh, terrible. Okay. I'm not yeah. going to recommend it, but definitely mox. Hmm. Okay. Should we get started? Yeah, let's get started. All right, let's get let's started. Do it. Let's so we're going to start it. alphabetically. Remember, these are just the shows that we watched for the podcast. So some that you may be watching at home, you may have missed. But if you want to catch up on what our list was, you can go back to our selection show. Starting alphabetically, we've got. Astra Lost in Space, or Kanada no Astra, streaming on Hulu, 
12 episodes. The source is a manga. The studio is Lurch. Quick synopsis, as provided by the internet. The year is 2061, when space travel is now possible and commercially viable, and the students of Caird High School embark on their planet camp. But soon after Group B-5 arrived at their planetary campsite, a mysterious and unforeseen sentient light sphere <laughs> warps its nine members into outer space, stranding them 5,012, that's pretty act, like precise, yeah. light years away from their home planet. With the discovery of an old unmanned spaceship nearby, the students must stay strong, manage their limited resources, and remain united in the darkness of space so that all of them can survive their long and likely perilous trek back home aboard the Astra. Frank. All right. So Astra lost in space. It's a hybrid of space opera, soap opera, sci-fi, teen drama. It's like all these things. It's crazy. It was a roller coaster of a watch for me. Probably the biggest one of the entire season where I was into the show to start. I got out of it. And then towards the tail end, it kind of reeled me back in. Um, cause the ending is just bananas. It's, it starts to go off the rails and it really kind of is like, what's going on, but in a very good way, visually it maintains a very cinematic feel, which I have said before, um, to the point where sometimes it seems to forego both the opening and the ending and mm. it plays with the time. I think there's at least two episodes that are longer in four, like I think they're like forty minutes or fifty minutes, something. I, th I know the I beginning think, and the I end. I think the first episode was an hour and a half, or three full episodes. It's really yeah. long, and then the second one was two full episodes, right? So, so forty-four minutes, and yeah. So it it doesn't stick to just one, um, and it feels like a movie because of that. Mm -hmm. Some of the negatives for me, um, some of the characters are just kind of there. They have like their one show, their one episode. Uh, they have sort of a reveal, and then they're kind of just shelved back, and they're just there to fill out the cast. It feels like um, some of the planets for me were kind of boring, and those are how the episodes, for the most part, are centered. They go to a planet, and you know, hijinks ensue. Um, but overall, I you know, this the show was really solid for me. What do you think, Jim? Um, just to clarify when someone says space opera in mm -hmm. anime, they, it's basically soap opera in space. Just if you're listening at home and you're like, why do you say space opera? Yeah. There you go. There's your definition. Space opera. Think star Wars. That's a space opera. So my review, I really like the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, it got more intense as the story progressed for sure. Uh, I enjoyed the aspect ratio changes for space scenes. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. How it suddenly became cinematic when they were in outer space. Uh, the intersex character was cool. It was unique to the se uh, season and the group's complete acceptance of him. Um, Yoon Fa, I liked her, and then she kind of disappeared at one point. Yeah. No. Uh, UPS guy just showed up. Yeah. It Thanks, just buddy. Dropped off a box from China. <laughs> Fun parts. <laughs> anyway, back to China. Yoon Fa. Mm -hmm. I was interested in her, and once again, like you said, she kind of gets shuffled away. A couple of the characters that I was into just kind of just pushed to the side. And then they focused on other characters near the end, but it was always Ares and Kanata and... Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like a core four. And then, uh, yeah, the other ones, eh, okay, I guess, to make it more of an ensemble cast, but... Let's yeah. tell their backstory. Mm -hmm. uh, any show with shitty parents gets me. So they did. there was definitely some shitty parents in this movie, and I like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. 
<laughs> do you think that's like that seems to be a very common thing in anime on the whole abusive parent or yeah, parents yeah. that don't care yes either that or they're just not there at all I right guess it's kind of just like i think when they're not there it's more of a uh fill a plot hole like why wouldn't your parents be home when this weird stuff's happening why does this kid live by themselves oh, okay right you know what i mean right, yeah but if their parents are shitty i think that's more of a reflection on the society in general hmm. which we'll talk about when we talk about a certain show by uh, Hideki Anno. And the and this story ends. Complete closure. Yeah, completely, yeah. too. Yeah, There's nothing awesome. left to open. It's not like, oh, you know, there could be another show. I mean, you could do one where, like, uh, Kanata leaves in space with the other two guys, but it's not as interesting, so. Yeah. But it was cool, yeah. I really enjoyed Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. Uh, we got a couple nominations. Uh, Best Boy. We'll go with Kanata. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good. He held the, the whole story together and the sacrifices he made for his teammates. Yeah, by far the, probably one of the strongest characters as well yeah. on the show. And I'll go with Ari Spring just for her positivity throughout the show. It got a little sickening at times. It's sickening sweet, but I think I think that she, her character design and everything was pretty cool. I think that's perfectly described, sickening sweet. Yeah. Like, um, it's like too much candy almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's always positive. Oh, yeah. I did like her character design, though. I thought that all that with her little, the little buns things, in her hair and everything, yeah. and they have an explanation why she wears them all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Well, your new Taku rating. Go ahead, Frank. Oh, hey, you know what? Let's do it at once. So this way there's no... Uh, We're going to go like a three, two, one. Yeah. All right. Remember, remember our rating system. Yeah, okay. okay, ready? Three, two, one. It's, it's all, all good. good. Boom. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, it worked. Yes, it did work. So it's no arguing on this one. Nah, no arguing at all. Yeah. yeah. It's just a solid show. It's a solid show. Yeah. yeah. And it's quick and it ends. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. How about some... A little break for some tunes, brah. Let's listen to some chill tunes. Yeah. Let's bang them out right now. Yeah. fucking song bro yo that song was killer and that song is the op for our next show copcraft <laughs> streaming on hulu 12 episodes the source is a light novel the studio is Millipense. synopsis i feel like i've read this synopsis more times than i've read anything else in my life 15 years ago an unknown hyperspace gate opened over the pacific 
Beyond this gate lies Reto Samani, a strange alternate world where fairies and demons live. San Teresa City, a city where over 2 million immigrants live from both worlds. Weird. That's a weird sentence. I don't know why I keep reading these weird things. <laughs> because they're fun. They that's why. Fun. It's, it jolts me every time. I'm like, what am I reading? As a result, there are haves and the have-nots. Here is the world's newest city of dreams. But in the shadow of the chaos, crime is rampant. Drugs, prostitution, and weapon trafficking. Detectives who stand up to these heinous crimes are the San Teresa City Police. When the detective K. Matoba and the alternate world knight Tarana, two individuals who differ in gender, personality, and even world of origin, meet. An incident erupts. <laughs> I love the sentence structure in that. Okay, go ahead. Oh, the, oh it's just an incident erupts. Oh, that's okay, it. Yeah, it's an right, incident. Well, well, there is an, an incident. incident erupts. There, he pooped his pants. <laughs> All right, Cop Crap was one of the shows I was looking forward to the most. I think it seemed the most fun. Uh, cool premise. Uh, subsequently, it was the one that ended up disappointing me the most in this season. The premise is fun, hokey. First couple episodes are solid. Um, the animation is good. Dialogue and start of an interesting world. And then it kind of shits the bed. I see you shaking your head. This is where it shits the bed. Animation takes a massive dive. Terrible. So bad. Extremely inconsistent. Where sometimes they just show static shots. Oh of my things. god! It was so many static shots. Or like In, no, inexplicable ones. Oh, it makes no sense. There's like it's no, not even a high action scene. No, there's yeah. no consistency to these static shots. Sometimes they'll do just like a shot, a sideshow where I guess like they were like, oh shit, like we have to. Quit quickly put this out in the episode i don't really know massive issue for me because once you get distracted by the animation i mean that's like half of what i'm watching like that's right. part of the reason why i'm watching the show uh so it is a it's a big negative the plot use of uh, noir and cop show tropes um while fun sometimes is a, a little too much it seems like it relies on it uh almost as a crutch that being said k and uh Tarana, yeah, are fun to watch together. They seem they're written well enough. Um, they work off well, and uh, um, it seems like almost all of the efforts of this show were put on those two characters. And granted, they are the face of the show. Mm -hmm. They're they're in all the promos and stuff like that, so it makes sense. And some of the episodes are fun. Uh, there's there's a there's a body switch one that that's pretty fun, even though the pacing is a little odd. <laughs> Go on. What did you think? Clearly, you didn't like that episode. Okay. I like this in theory, but it did it lose, lost me quickly. I think both of us were excited about how silly it sounded. Mm -hmm. um, overall, there, there were a couple of uh, story arcs that I enjoyed. Uh, it, deals, it dealt with racism and misogyny pretty well on this show. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And Tirana, in general, was an awesome character. Mm -hmm. uh, there's great music throughout. But the still shots in the action scenes, are, it was fucking awful. It was jolting. Some of them were just like, I don't, and it wasn't even action scenes. Some of them were just standalones, like they're in an office and it's a still shot and they're talking over it. It was right. so weird and so cheap. I, yeah. And Tarana uh, is a cat storyline, man. That I, And I love cats and yeah. I love Tarana and I, f I hated it. Like, I was just like, when is this going to be over the whole time I'm watching it? It was two and a half episodes. Yeah, of that. Well, so that's what I was going to say. So in that episode in particular, I just want to talk about, I didn't mind the premise. I thought it was silly and it was fun, but I will say no idea why it was like so long. And then it stops in the middle of one episode and then another storyline starts up. that yeah. does not wrap oh, yeah, up. It was, it was not good. It was not good. Um, um, for 
listeners at home, we didn't get a chance to watch the season finale, but I don't think that it's going to adjust our opinion oh, on this. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I mean, I'm going to say, you know, best girl, I'm going to nominate Tarana cause she mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. No, her character design, her, her sword fighting was cool. Really strong female character. Yeah. And she gets to do most of the action. If not. Right. Yeah. He's just moaning about his car and yeah, he's always bitching and moaning. His allergies, the cat allergy. <laughs> yeah, which right. out he's got a cat allergy. Another thing is that the E Day is awesome. Mm. It's connected by Mayu Yoshioka, who is also the voice actor for Toronto. Mm. And let's check it out right now. That is a great song, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, let's give our new Taku rating. Okay, we're doing right. a three, two, let's one again. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Not good. Mox. Oh, you gave Mox. Yeah, okay. I gave Mox. You yeah. gave a little bit better uh, rating than I did. Yes. Uh, this was definitely one I feel like I struggled a little bit with the rating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because I didn't hate consistent. it. Well, that was the thing. But yeah. it was definitely not good. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, I don't think. I, I originally, I was really into it, and I think that's why I just like kept just going down. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. You, you could have been great. <laughs> you could have been a contender. You could have been a contender, but no, <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, streaming on Crunchyroll, 26 episodes, so that means it continued from f- spring. The source is a manga, Studio Ufotable. Synopsis. Here we go again. Since ancient times, rumors have abounded of man-eating demons lurking in the woods. Because of this, the local townsfolk never venture outside at night. The legend has it that a demon slayer also roams the night, hunting down these bloodthirsty demons. For young Tanjiro, these rumors will still become will soon become a harsh reality. I was a wolf. <laughs> Ever since the death of his father, Tanjiro has taken it upon himself to support his family. Although their lives may be hardened by tragedy, they've found happiness. But that ephemeral warmth is shattered one day when Tanjiro finds his family slaughtered and the lone survivor, his sister Nezuko, turned into a demon. To his surprise, however, Nezuko still shows sign of human emotion and thought. 
Thus begins Tanjiro's quest to fight demons and turn his sister human again. Frank, go ahead. All right, Demon Slayer. We've talked about this a number of times. This is one of the holdover shows. Um, two-thirds of this show, for me, is is almost perfect. It's definitely shown and done perfectly. Introduces a unique world, a mostly fun cast of characters. The visuals are amazing. Probably some of the best animation for this season. Probably both, if I'm being honest. Um, and enough mystery to keep you invested in the plot. Uh, then the last third of the show, they have some great episodes, and the last arc is a training arc, which is personally a hated trope of mine with Shonen. And for some reason, they go off this high-octane arc with some cool demons, backstories, one of the best episodes we, we talk about later. Um, and then they're just like, hey, training, here we go. This is what we're ending. And that's how it ends. Um, for me, it felt like they were kind of spinning wheels. I don't know. They do announce at the end that they're doing a movie. Yeah, they're doing a standalone film. So I'm wondering if maybe that played into it and they didn't want to get into that because they wanted it to be its own thing. Uh, I don't really know. It kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. That being said, I don't want to take away from the fact that I really, really enjoyed this show. Um, even Zenitsu kind of grew on me, or at least they sort of put him a little bit behind and not as front and center as he was when he was first introduced. But I'm excited to see where this show goes. Um, both the movie, I don't think they've announced a second season. Oh, yeah, they're definitely having a second season. Yeah, yeah. No, they announced that when they, when they first came out. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. let's, let's hope we get the movie then. That explains some of you, what you were talking about, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I don't have to talk about it. No. Yeah. Uh, good mix of traditional shonen and horror. Which is cool. It's yeah. a change of pace from what we're used to in the usual shonen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, animation, great. Action, great. Demons, great. Nezuko, harder. Shinobu, waifu. Uh, closing manga, still parts, great. Zenitsu, fuck that guy. <laughs> Seriously, one of the worst characters I've ever encountered. Forget about an anime in fucking <laughs> pop culture ever. He drowned out. He dragged every fucking show down in every scene he was in. Except for the last one, he wasn't too bad. He actually made, they told him like, be nicer to girls. And he was like, okay. okay. I actually giggled. So do you think, like, do you think that's done? I still can't figure out if that's done on purpose. No, or he was a, no he's, he's a fucking nightmare. Mm. Like it was, he had one, like I can think of one, one was when he almost died, which I was like, fuck yes, die, right. die, die, you motherfucker, die. And then of course, when he did the joke at the end, but it, I don't see him changing. He's the comedy guy. He's yeah. the air quotes comedy guy but they could adjust him see i so i had met people who are into him so me and you might not be into him but i have met at least one person who has told me that he liked zenitsu okay i don't ever need to meet this person then because i don't like them <laughs> they don't listen to this show so it's fine good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was trying to get into the mind of a zenitsu lover and i like oh, him yeah. you know he's funny they said, um, yeah, let me hear the argument. I'm the argument this. was that he was somebody that at the very least you could kind of see yourself in that world. Like that would be somebody who was a more normal person that's not used to. So like everybody else gets thrusted into this world and they're kind of fine with it, but he gets thrusted into it and kicking and screaming. Like he's like, this is weird. It's scary. I don't really understand it. Okay. I can see that. So argument. like that. Yeah. At least he could have been done well could have been done That's yeah, a little that. yeah well yeah yeah he's the audience okay that makes sense yeah like, what the hell is going on right and then upset i mean th- these demons are very well drawn and scary looking yeah I, 
So I could see that, but then like, it's just too over the top. I just can't, I can't do it. And it, the show itself is pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, like you said, the, the back end is a setup for season two and for a standalone movie. Yeah. Like the last couple of episodes. That's the last thing I wanted was like that whole, the great animation in the season finale at the beginning with the monsters and, you know, it was great. It was cool, but that's obviously just for the movie. Right. So, I mean, on the plus side, the movie is probably going to have a lot more of a budget. So you're going to see even cooler visuals. But I think it's a standalone for that one blonde guy in the, uh, yeah, the the fire guy, right? Yeah, fire guy. Dude. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember his name. My, my, see, the thing that stinks though is if they're doing a movie, then that means if season two, it's got to be more than probably a year, right? Unless they're already working on the movie and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works. All right, so let's do some nominations. Best individual episodes. We got a couple of them. Uh, episode six, swordsman accompanying a demon. Uh, it's the episode where the girls are abducted in the town. This, yeah, this is the pretty much introduction of Nezuko, at least in her. Yeah, and it's also like when you first get like, oh, okay, this is like legit spooky at times. Right, yeah. yeah. Which changes what we're used to with Shonen. And yep. then episode 19, which the whole internet went crazy for, uh, Hinokami, that's the fight scene episode with uh, Rui. Is this the one with the um, the history of the, of the spider? Demon? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where it's got like the last 10 minutes of it are amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Best boy, Tanjiro. Sure. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Best girl, Nezuko. Shinobu. Okay. Sure. I can get down with both of those, yeah. yeah. Best worst villain, Zenitsu. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. All right. How about your Nutaku rating? Ready? Uh, okay, three, two, one. It's Must all watch. Good. It's all good. Oh, okay. I said it's all good if you ignore Zenitsu. All right. Yeah. All right. We're different then. The must watch. See, I, yeah. Whatever we both say, positive about it. It's not That's like I'm true. Like, yeah. The complete opposite of what you're saying. Yeah. All right. I think that after all this Zenitsu talk, we need a little break for some music. I agree. Let's do this. Let's chill this out a little bit. Let's calm down. Calm Jim's fucking temper down a little bit. <sighs> Get the Zenitsu out of me. Just purge him of it. Yes. Let's listen. Let's listen to Again by Beverly. Wasudan. That 
was, again, by Beverly, as I said. It's the OP for our next show. Fruits Basket. It was the first half OP. <laughs> Fruits Basket. Yes. Streaming on Crunchyroll. 25 episodes. Sources of manga. Studio TMS Entertainment. Synopsis. High school student Toro Honda lives, begins living alone in a tent after she loses her mother, who was her only remaining family member. However, it turns out that the land she pitches her tent on is part of the distinguished Soma family estate. When Shigeru Soma sees the value of her housekeeping skills, Toru ends up living with Yuki Soma, who's essentially the prince of her school, and Kyo Soma, who regards Yuki as the enemy. Still, there's something Toru doesn't know yet. The Soma family has been bound for centuries by a horrible curse. Frank, go ahead. All right, so Fruits Basket, to probably the surprise of no one, um, my opinion has not really changed since the start of the show. I've been singing the praises since day one. The show has such an emotional hold over me that there are multiple times throughout the show that I found myself either tearing up or just outright crying. There are no minor characters. Um, Everyone gets at least an episode or an arc that kind of explores who they are, which for a first season I think is pretty good. It seems like they might be uh, having other characters introduced in the second season. The way it ends kind of like sets that up. Uh, Music is good. There's this one piece that basically signals when you should cry. (laughs) Um, When you start hearing that, you know, like things are the the waterworks are going to start happening. Um, The overall overall arc is uh, enough to tie the show together, but the individual stories so far really shine. Um, I'm not too sure where the show is going, but I don't really mind that. Um, I don't really need like this massive kind of plot pushing it forward. It's just kind of about these individuals and how they interact they do a great job of fleshing them out. Uh, uh, you know, the animation itself is fine. It doesn't need to be anything though crazy for this type of show. Uh, I don't really have anything negative to say, except that um, some of the episodes are a little dull, which is pretty common for a drama, especially drama that goes on for so many episodes. And uh, like I said, the animation is it's just fine. It's nothing right home about, but it doesn't need to be. Uh, this is a great, fantastic show. Um, tear jerkers are almost every episode. It's got a large, amazing, expansive cast with all different character types. Uh, there's all kinds of implied and vocalized queer stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to speak bad about the show, but I will, but it's nothing too crazy. Uh, the animation is fine, like mm-hmm. you said, yeah. but with the story structure and it doesn't need high action, it's, no. it's perfect for what this story is. There were some episodes later on that were just to introduce some of the new characters. And while they were good, it didn't blow me away. Like some of the, uh, the, uh, episodes earlier in the show, mm-hmm. uh, it is getting another season. So they left a shit ton on the table. Yeah. Like, so I, as much as I love the show, I want to watch more before I can judge the entire thing and say like, whether or not this is fantastic or not, mm-hmm. because I want to, I want to close, I want closure in some of these storylines. Right. This is the opposite of like Astro. Right, where it was like, boom, and right. so like this one, I mean, I think there's rumors that it might go on for four seasons. So if that's the case, like, yeah, you know, like, that's a lot of TV. Not, not getting, yeah, def- I'm not crying definitive here. ending. Yes. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> a lot of crying. Yeah. I mean, All right. Oh, jeez. Good. 
No, no, no. I mean, I agree. Uh, it is a lot. I can't, especially for such a long show yeah. too, as well, because uh, I feel like that the source material only went on for like a hundred chapters or something. So it almost seems like they're going to shoot hundred chapters. Or are you talking about tackle bonds? Um, tackle bonds being those compendium books. Is that? Yeah, it was. I see. I thought it was. It may have been a hundred of those. Then maybe that's a lot. Know. Yeah, that and is four seasons makes sense. Right. So four yeah. seasons. So it seems like um, in line. But yeah, it is a. It is a lot. Because I think like a season, usually on average, a season's like eight of those taco bonds. Mm-hmm. Like I think Oster Lost in Space was six to eight of them or something like okay. that. Okay. So, All right. So that makes sense. Yeah. sense. yeah. Okay. Uh, how about a music break? Okay. Let's, All right. Let's check it out. さびしさで涙が触れないでほしい何気ない日々を送った僕ら辛い時心一つに泣かないでその気持ち was one step closer by intersection that's uh, up for best dd it's a good one it is a good one yeah makes me feel something <laughs> <laughs> this cold dead heart <laughs> uh, best individual episodes we've got a couple of them episode three that's uh let's play rich man poor man it's when uh yuki and toru are in the garden and then we talk about yuki's insecurities yeah even though he's the most popular boy in school right the yeah. prince the prince uh, episode five, uh, I've been fooling myself. That's when Toru has to go home. That's a tough one. That one is a tough one. Yeah. They come, they come and they're like, we need you in our life. Oh man. Her grandfather. Her, her shitty ass grandfather. Yeah. Shitty aunt. <laughs> shitty aunt. Shitty cousin. <laughs> they just let her live in the woods. Uh, they don't care. Pieces of shit. Episode six, perhaps we should invite ourselves over. That's when Arisa and Saki, her friends, come over to uh, the Soma house to make sure Toru's safe and they're not taking advantage of her sexually. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, episode seven, man, we have so many of these episodes. There's like, a lot. Seriously, yeah. like the stand- some of the standalones in this are fucking drop dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, spring comes. Uh, this is Hattori's backstory. He's the, uh, the seahorse. Yeah. Oh, my God. But we get, see, we have a big bad in the show that really doesn't interact with anyone. And the big bad just hovers. And it's yeah, Akito, and it's just hovering. The presence of Akito is just like, and this what is what Akito is capable of doing. This is the first time I feel like you really get a sense of just how bad. Yeah, where you're like, oh, who's this Akito? And then you find out about what, what he 
he or she. Well, I, I don't know the gender of Akito. I don't think it's, yeah, they ever really. They've never touched it. See, that's how much they don't yeah, really reveal, like, though. They just yeah. show Akito. I'm just going to say Akito. Akito, yeah. Yeah. And they show what Akito is capable of. Uh, and then, as you noticed, that was episode seven. Mm-hmm. Then there's a huge gap because these shows are, these episodes are very good, but you see that the front end was like loaded with tears. And then you had a lot of character development because this is going to go on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Episode 24, let's go home. We see that, oh man, this is a rough one. (laughs) The true curse of the cat Zodiac. Yeah. All right. I want to settle something real quick. Okay. So we have two nominations for best boy Mm -hmm. from this show. We have Yuki and Kyo. Which team are you on? Um, That's a good question. Uh, what What team are you on? Are you, is it, you know, you don't want to, I already have one, but I want you to decide first. I don't want to skew you. You don't want to skew me. Well, for me, it would probably have to be Q. Yeah, Q. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Uh, he seems the most... I mean, I'm sure I'll love Yuki in season two, but Q seems like like a f- legit victim in this one. Yeah, there's definitely... Oh, man. I mean, and especially with... Uh, it's just too much. I don't want to get into anything. Yeah. But he, it seems at, at one point they're kind of leaning towards more Yuki and then it kind of switches towards the end mm. and there's a whole plot with a, with a hat and it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best girl, Toru, come on. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yes. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. She just brings everybody together. Mm-hmm. Best worst villain, Akito. Only for like, had like two scenes the whole show. That you always knew that just the strength villain. of that villain is yes. the fact that very few lines too. There's like barely ever there. The show is so light and so much fun, but it has like these heart touching moments. And then when uh, Akito shows up, all of a sudden it's just standstill. Everybody's scared shitless, mm-hmm. except for um, Chigure, the dog guy, the writer. Oh, yeah. he's the only one that has like a rea- like a relationship, and he has a bit of mystery that seems. Yeah, to he seems like he might be a little well. background yeah. creep as well. Exactly. Great fucking show. Uh, Nutaku rating three, two, one. Ready? All right, three, two, one. Must watch. watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm also in the must watch. I really wanted. To, I was really going between this show and something else. But I can't get this masterpiece until I've watched the whole fucking thing. Okay, so yeah, I have it as must watch backslash masterpiece because for me it's like right there in the middle it's like in between the two categories like you had said i don't want to quite give it a masterpiece but i think it's a a smidge better than a must watch right so i'm kind of in between but i I must watch yeah i of the summer shows i would say that this is like one of the few that like i had to watch the day it came out Mm -hmm. you know and i had to prepare myself Make sure wife wasn't home. I didn't want her to see me crying at cartoons. <laughs> yeah, this was a yeah, and I got like vis- visibly mad because you remember they were doing that tennis match or whatever that like pushed it back. Yeah, at yes. one point and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck, is tennis? Come on, let me let me get my show." <laughs> I was like, "This tennis bullshit." Yeah, and it was pushed to like Saturday too. Like I couldn't, you know, wait an extra day. Oh uh, yeah, I, can't, I actually can't wait until twenty twenty yeah. for the new season. I'm assuming it'll be summer summer twenty twenty, so a year away. Well, I hope not. I hope it's January. I hope it's January yeah. too. I fucking love the show. Uh, must watch. Definitely. Definitely. And it'll definitely, uh, I, I, when people say anime is just cartoons, give the show a fucking chance and you will, this will blow your mind on the depth of character development and emotion that's av- of available in an animated form. Yeah. And it breaks the mold of what I feel like a lot of people, uh, 
think of when they think of anime where it's either polar opposites. I feel like they either think it's like shonen and they're like, it's all action all the time. Or unfortunately they think it's like porn or something porn. like it's, that. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this, this is classic shoujo and it's fucking awesome. Yes. Must watch. Definitely. How about a music break? All right. All right. <laughs> Best OP? How about that banger? Kazuato by uh, Scent Millie Mental. Scent Millie Mental. Scent Millie Mental. Which is the OP, uh, the OP for Given. Streaming on Crunchyroll, 11 episodes, sources of manga. Studio is Lurch. Somehow the guitar that he used to love to play and the basketball games that he found so fun just lost their appeal. That was until Ritsuka Uenoyama randomly met Mafuyu Sato. Ritsuka had started losing his passion for music in his everyday life, but then he hears Mafuyu sing for the first time. The song resonates with his heart, and the distance between them starts the change. Frank. All right, so there was a point in watching this show where I thought that Given was going to crash and burn. So it has these couple of episodes in the middle where it sort of meanders around. It doesn't really quite seem to know what it wants to be. And then it hits you with this one episode right in the gut. It's like, boom. And I was locked in from there. So I, I don't know if that was done on purpose just to kind of lure me or the viewers into a false sense of security. But um, I'm excited to see where the movie goes, which has been a thing that uh, has just recently been announced. Mm-hmm. 20, um, spring of 2020, I believe. Yeah. So, like, that's where I went. I went from, oh, okay, this is interesting, to being like, oh, okay, I'm probably not into this, to now being excited for uh, what's next. I mean, the music is really solid, but the OP and the ED, everything in between, which I feel like it needed to be for a show that's kind of, um, you know, about music, partially. Uh Hard to recommend, uh, if only because you have to watch it in full to know if you like it or not. So that is kind of a weird thing with it. Um, like, you know, I, it's, hey, watch this. Uh, you might not like it. You might. You might. I don't know. Second emotional series of the season for me. Strong cast of characters. I mean, there's only like four or five, mm-hmm. really. But, yeah, that's given. 
uh, I knew watching this that we were all going to be, you know, when you start watching it, you're waiting for their first concert. The mm-hmm. whole show is building to their first concert. And holy shit, does the show get amazing after their first, like it's the first concert and then it's like, oh, there's only two, three more episodes? Right. What the f-, f, man? You're like, come on, is this it? Yeah. Uh, Ui no Yama having that holy shit, I'm queer moment was yeah. awesome. It was very well done. Uh, that silent explosion scene for his heart. Oh my God. But honestly, I mean, since we've been doing this podcast, have we watched the show with a stronger last three episodes than Given? No. If anything, a lot of my complaints with most of these shows is that they kind of don't end right. strongly. Right. You know what I mean? Given is the one that it has a trajectory up. Right. So, you know, it's it it really ends on, on a great note. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we talked about Dororo in spring. We named that our best show of spring. Mm-hmm. And our complaint was that the back end of it was weak. Yeah. And this show is like, I wish we had gotten a concert a little bit sooner and it got a little bit better. Right. So Endings are always hard to do. I feel like a lot of people don't pull them off well, but Given does it in such a way that if this was it, if this was the end of the story in any form, yeah. I would probably be happy with it. But it, I, I liked it enough that it leaves it just open-ended enough where, you know, a movie or another show. Right. Yeah. I don't think we're getting a season two. I think that the movie will, will be wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, how about Best ED? Let's give it a shot. This is Given by Marutsuke. さみしさは今日けら糸を傷つけてしまうそれに気づけなくなる愛しさは病気だ胸が苦しくなるよ直しがたわないんだ Listen to this live. One of my favorites. We're not editing it in later, I swear. <laughs> Best individual episodes. Uh, there's one. There's one. It has the rest. Mm-hmm. Episode nine, a winter story, the concert episode. No. Holy shit, this episode. If you don't watch the show, just at least go watch this episode. Yeah. Best boy, Mafuyu. Sure, throw him in there. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, how about your new Taku ranking? Ready? Uh, all right, three, two, one, it's all good. It's all good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it would have been Mox if episode nine didn't happen. Yeah, I agree yeah. completely. Like, com- like <laughs> totally ordinary show. So that's what I was saying. It's just like you get to this point where you're just like, okay, all right, this show's fine, and then boom. But it was completely worth it, the wait for the payoff because the payoff is fucking awesome, and I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Who wants to hear some rock and roll, baby? <laughs> I do. 
good because you're going to hear some. the op zuki o au mayo mayo naka by ear owl io sorry i totally botched that but whatever it's for our next show grand Belm, speaking of botching streaming on crunchyroll 13 episodes the source is original studio nexus synopsis the destiny of the full moon the wheels of fate start spinning on the night of the new moon it has been nearly 1,000 years since all the magic in the world disappeared, and most people have forgotten it ever existed at all. Mangetsu, I'm not even going to say her name, is a cheerful <laughs> high school student who has a pretty positive outlook on life, but there was some doubt in her heart. She has nothing to call her own. Because she wasn't good at academics or sports, she dreamed of having something she could actually be good at. On a night where the full moon was shining brightly, she happens to meet another girl who has the character for moon in her name, named Shingetsu Ernesta Hukami. That was also when she encountered the mechanical dolls called Arminox. The wheels of fate of the full moon start to spin slowly. Go ahead. Oh, man. Jim, there's one every season for me. I feel like and this is this is the one, Graham Bell. Uh... I should start by saying that watching Madoka Magica, I feel like, uh, made me dislike this show even more. Uh, I would see that. <laughs> so it kind of raised the bar for this type of show. Uh-huh. And in doing so, um, had it plummet further for me. Uh, showed what a magical girl show could be, especially one that is similar in tone where it's darker. Some of the uh, story beats are very similar to that show, except that show is a lot better, in my opinion. Uh, there was no time where I really found myself enjoying it. Uh, the design is boring. The fights were chaotic and confusing at times. Uh, I was confused about who was aligned with who to start and what exactly was going on. And I can't tell if that's the show or just my disinterest in it. Uh, this is the opposite of Fruits Basket for me, whereas I can't really think of anything positive except to say that I am done watching it. Yeah, this was really bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, real quick, uh, to your point about uh, 
Madoka Magica. Mm-hmm. Do you see when I said that it was a masterpiece and how it influenced Magic Girl going forward? Could you see it in the show though, right? I could definitely see it in the and show. And how it hasn't been duplicated yet. Mm-hmm. And it, I probably will never be duplicated. No, I mean, right. this is... But a, this was the same basic premise. They changed it a little bit. They added cutesy robots that were terribly designed. Yeah. Trying to harness that emotion that was Madoka Magica. Mm-hmm. And it was just not good. Even the ending is very similar, too. Yeah. It's just like, okay, cool. I, I get you right. They're I'm just invisible. trying to run on the coattails of the that show i mean yeah then and that's the reason why i was excited for it Mm -hmm. you got original story which Mm -hmm. is rare these days you got magical girls i'm a fan okay the show never fully explains anything it leaves you it just says okay this is magic what's magic laser beams uh there's some gems uh some families inherit them uh the armanox mech design and animation was bad at times yeah uh the armanox mech design was terrible they, and then at one point, then they start to throw in that I guess magic was originally like designed by humans somehow. Yeah, like it was a creation of humans, and we will create something else that is even better. What, but then the humans locked it away. But then some humans still have access to it. And then I, I don't really get some of the mages are invisible. I yeah, guess I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so many laser beams. I'd say I like I liked Mangetsu when they had her big reveal, and you're like, oh. Well, that's kind of cool but yeah. at the same time. And you felt bad for her and it was kind of emotional, genuine emotional. But then when it came down to it, it was like, why do I even give a shit? Like you've done nothing to build up this to make me care. Yeah. There's no real payoff. Yeah. It's just kind of like there and it ends. And I was like, okay, cool. I never could get into the show. I tried my best. I definitely tried. There was, there was a period where I was like, maybe I could, I think it was like episode four or five where there's a slight reveal. And then, and then it kind of lost me because we started watching Monica Magica. Yeah. (laughs) What's your new taco rating on three? All right. Three, two, one. I'm canceling. I'm I'm, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm canceling my subscription. Like it's worse than Copcraft. So if you're using it on a scale, sure. Yeah. No, I mean, it's your scale. It's It's definitely the worst show that we watched this season. But at the same time, it was, like I, I watched it. I'm disappointed that I watched it. I'll never watch it again. But it's not. It's not. Uh, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the way I I had viewed it or I had scaled it was that at least with Copcraft, I didn't mind tuning in. Um, whereas this show, I was like. I have to watch this. I have to keep up for the show. Right. Which is a good indicator that I'm not into the show. Right. All right. So at least Cop- like yeah. Copcraft had, it had Tirana and she was an interesting character. Yeah. This has no interesting characters whatsoever. No, it didn't have much to sell me. So no. that's, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't watch it. <laughs> All right, man. As more negativity. We need a music break, don't we? Yeah. I'm trying to get these bad vibes out of here. Suck them right out my soul. Mm, get them out. Let's do it. I got a あれを知ろうとするのあれにどんな魅力があるっていうのもしかして君もあれを知りたかったりあれを知らなきゃ君を知れなかったりそんなのっていやーいくつの重暴ベジタータ次も目来ると息がつまり覚えたもう字にできない
excuse me, I was jamming out some I music. Might leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Otome Domo Yo by Honeyworks, which is nominated for Best OP for the next show of summer 2019. O Maidens in Your Savage Season or Arubu Kisetsu no Otomo Domo Yo. Streaming on High Dive, 12 episodes. The source is a manga. The studio is La Deuce. Synopsis, the girls in a high school literature club do a little icebreaker to get to know each other. Answering the question, what's one thing you want to do before you die? One of the girls blurts out, sex. Little do they know, the whirlwind unleashed by that word word pushes each of these girls with different backgrounds and personalities onto their own clumsy, funny, painful, and emotional paths towards adulthood. Frank, good. This is a really solid watch from beginning to end. Exploring the trials and tribulations of youth and S-E-X. <laughs> Great humor, fun cast of characters. Um, it definitely really nails the um, nail on the head when it comes to being young, being horny, and not knowing what the hell that you are doing at all uh, because everybody is confused. And then you hear these rumblings about, oh, so-and-so did this, and so-and-so said that this is how this works, and it, it just nails it. Uh, really well done. I, I liked a lot, if not all of the characters, to be honest with you. It does things in a tasteful way. I never felt weird watching it, which was a slight concern in the beginning, just because it was younger girls, and it, it, there, is, there are times where it seems like it may go a certain route and never does. Um, and the jokes sometimes just really land and they are funny. I, I have no problems with this show at all. <laughs> what did you think? This show was a so fucking good. It handled every horrible, awkward, fumbling experience from puberty with humor and also the horror of reality. Mm -hmm. Um, poor fucking Momoko, uh, Nina was all screwed up. I can't express how much I love the show. Like I, it resonated with me and I'm a guy in, in his forties, but I still go to sleep and wake up in cold sweat thinking of how bad my first kiss was when I was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is they, uh, the author, uh, Mario Kata, man, she really, really nailed puberty. Well, mm -hmm. it is like, I it just brought back so many horrible memories. It is almost frightening how accurate it's I feel so, like it's it is. The yeah. most, I think it's the most realistic show we've watched since we started watching. And of course, it was silly and it was over the top at times. But when it dealt with real life problems, it was just it was so well done. I'm so in love with this show that I'm going to go read her autobiography. So you would recommend this show is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a bunch of nominations from this show. This seriously, like... All right, here we go. Uh, best individual episodes. We got the SEX episode where the club finds ways, a more creative way to say sex through puns. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. It's funny. In episode 10, Holes, um, Momoko starts to realize her, what she is. And Nina oh, kneeling down in the red light district, fucking, oh my God, that fucking episode. Yeah, the hotel and all that. Oh, yeah, with, with, yeah. With Hongo <laughs> and the hotel. Uh, best boy, Izumi. Yeah. Yeah. What a good, he's just a good boy. Yeah, he, he truly is. He never does anything. Uh, no, he just 
wants to be a good guy. He just loves trains, man. He just loves trains. He loves trains. He never man. get he never turns into a creep or no. anything like that. He's never like overly into anything. He just wants to do things right and proper. Yeah. Like it, it. it's an example of like someone that might have certain things that turn him on doesn't necessarily mean that that's a perversion. You know what I mean? It just loves trains. He loves his Is episode train. two the one with the with the train? No, that's okay. the first episode. That's okay. a big reveal at the end of it. Oh God, watch it show. Yeah. All right, best girls. I got to nominate all of them. Um, some are a little bit stronger than others. So mm-hmm. we got Hongo. Hongo was the writer who was stuck with uh, Milo Sensei in weird scenarios. And they did the worst job at trying to push each other and attract each other at the same time. Uh, uh, Kazuza, who was kind of our main character, but I think she was more, she was there to fumble through s- trying to have sex with the boy for the first time she's definitely the one that seems to be the focal point at least she's the middle character right yeah Yeah. uh you have momoko who seemed like like a secondary character for a lot of it until her big reveal Mm -hmm. which was indicative like it just started to show kind of why that was the case right Mm -hmm. on a fucking guy (laughs) she went on the date with yeah, like called her a slut and shit, dude. That all that shit is so real. Yeah, dude, he's just like a bro. He's with the his, worst. Like, two bros. He yeah. just tells his friends that I'm going out with this girl. He's terrible. He's like one of the yeah. Yo, cuz she's fucking gay, bro. <laughs> Nina. Now Nina was, uh, she was abused by oh god, fucking Nina, man. I felt so bad for her. Yeah, Nina probably has the most complicated history yeah. out of all the girls. She's like the pretty perfect girl that like just has you know, all kinds of insecurities and mm-hmm. problems dealing with being beautiful and everything like that. Rightfully so. All right. And Sonazaki, who was basically a comedy character, she mm-hmm. was prudish and she's the first one to get a boyfriend. Right. She was yeah. the one that like, no one can have sex. No one should have relationships. Boys are bad. And then she's the first one that she falls turns for around her. immediately <laughs> falls for her. She gets a haircut and falls for a guy. Yes. And then everybody's like, Oh, she's so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden she's beautiful and she's just blushing constantly. All right. How about best worst villain? Sagusa. The fucking play guy that abused Nina with the foot fetish and yeah, I mean it's pretty easy to be best worst villain when you're a oh, pedophile, when you're a <laughs> pederast. <laughs> so I mean that the, the scene where Azumi and and um, Nina go on the date, well, they're kind of a date, mm-hmm. and they're eating, drinking coffee. And he, Azumi just keeps saying she's telling him about like, this guy, and she, she keeps going, "He's a fucking pedophile. Yeah, that guy's like, a pedophile. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Like that dude's a, pedo- yeah. a pedophile, and he's they don't use pedo-ass. like lolly <laughs> or anything. No. Like that. They're like, no, this dude's a pedophile. Yeah, he just outright says it. Great guy, good guy. Yeah. Best DD? Let's check this out. This is You May Cinderella by Momo Asakura.
Great tune. Uh, how about our new Taku ranking? Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Must Masterpiece. Watch. I right. fucking love this show. There you go. I will watch this again probably when I have a downtime. I'm going to read the mangas. Like I absolutely love this show. I think it's the best. Well, we'll get to that. This is one, one of, of the, the best shows. Yeah, this is one of the best season. shows and definitely uh, a very easy recommendation. Yes, definitely. No problems there recommending it. I don't know if I'd recommend the next one. This is to <laughs> Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Um, Katsutsu Kame Data Kimono Tachi A. It's Crunchyroll, 12 episodes. It's continue. It's going to continue. We're going to get another season. Mm-hmm. Uh, sources of manga, studios, MAPPA. And here we go, this fucking synopsis. The democratic nation of Patria was created on the continent of Patria. Awesome. Because of economic disputes, the country split north and south, creating the Northern Union of Patria and the Southern Confederation of Patria, and they waged a long civil war. With their numbers dwindling, the north decides to use forbidden technology in order to defeat the south. This technology turns humans into monsters, monster-like soldiers, giving them almost godlike powers. And with those powers, the long war came to an end, and peace was restored. Incarnates. They were the heroes who saved the country and were regarded as gods. Time has passed, leaving the war behind. The people who had given up their human forms to become incarnates were now feared by the masses due to their overwhelming power and are now called beasts. The former captain of the incarnate squad, whose name is... Hank. <laughs> Hank. Hank. <laughs> Hank. Was, was on a journey to find his former incarnate com- comrades who had turned into beasts and was hunting them down as a beast hunter. A young woman named Shal was on a journey to find the person who killed her incarnate father, who she knew. She encounters Hank and decides to go on a journey with him to discover the truth behind her father's death. It was Hank. I'm assuming that this is from the manga and we didn't know. Like It's like episode two. We see Hank kill Shal's father. Yeah. She eventually finds out in battle that the battle is never truly over and the existence of the man Hank is looking for who is totally responsible, apparently responsible for letting the beast loose into the world. Where does Hunk's <laughs> path lead him <laughs> as he bears the sins for killing his own comrades? Frank, go ahead. Uh, this show is um, this show is perfectly fine. It's a perfectly fine anime. Yes. Uh, I did not, uh, I was not drawn to it, but at the same time, I didn't necessarily hate watching it. Uh, I just kind of put it on, went through the motions, enjoyed it, but not too much. Uh, it's it's just fine. It's there. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I would watch the second season. But if I was forced to, I probably wouldn't hate it. Uh, I get. I can't really say anything good or bad about it. Yeah, this should never really capture me. Yeah, it's fine. like Shaw is trying to kill Hank and then bails after two episodes. All right. Uh, the steampunk ski force was silly. Uh, <laughs> the skis and, the, and they're just like all just dumb and they got like machine guns yeah uh <laughs> the three episodes versus the purple werewolf like oh yeah that was a really extended arc for i don't know with purple yeah. with the purple werewolf purple, of yeah. all the colors of the rainbow to pick you got a purple werewolf yeah uh, it was silly it's not fun to watch yeah no <laughs> it does have a great op though it's yeah. called sacrifice by mafu mafu here it is Yeah. 
All right, so what's your new Taku ranking for To the Abandoned Sacred Beats? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Box. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. it's completely ordinary. (laughs) It's just fine. Yeah, it's it's a fine show. It is fine. Yeah. Anime for anime's sake. Yeah, exactly. All right, so it's our time. It's the voting category. It's time to vote. Let us vote. Let's do this. Okay. So we'll start with Best Boy. All right, Best Boy. Here's our guys. Mm. Uh, We have Kanata. For Master Lost in Space, classic hero, overcomes adversity, makes all the sacrifices for his teammates. We have Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba. Another classic hero would do anything for his sister Nezuko. Kyo, uh, Fruits Basket, fucking Kyo. Total jerk, can't express himself, but we see his sweeter and softer side. Yuki from Fruits Basket. He's pretty and wonderful and smart and the best student, but there's a hidden sadness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bufuyu from Given. Strange boy with a sad past. His voice. His voice is awesome. Of an angel. Yes. Voice of an angel. And Izumi of O Maiden Senior Savage Season. Uh, the classic, like, good guy. Perfect guy. Confuses sexual arousal with Nina, with betraying Kazuza, and the truth about growing up with a boy with constant... Uh, of growing up as a boy with constant boners. The boy next door. With a constant boner. With a constant boner. That's boys when they're 14. Exactly. Boners all over the place. Boner town. So we're going to vote on three. Okay, Ready? we're just saying it on three? Just say it on three. Okay. Three, two, one. Q. Q. All right, good. Oh, Excellent fucking right. choice, Frank. <laughs> Excellent choice. Let me plug that in. Yeah. You, can, you can explain why you like Kyo. He is the one, I guess, uh, I, I have the most feeling for, right? So it was like him and Yuki, and they, they, they push him, it seems like, in the beginning. But for me, it's Kyo. I feel like that they should be together, him and Toru. I feel that as uh, well. Um, I don't that, know if we're going to get that. I don't far. know if we will. It's probably three more seasons before <laughs> they finally are just like, here's the guy that she's going to be with. But uh, for me, that's, that's my hope. Uh, he's just a great character. Yeah, he is great. I love Kyo. He's just like that. Well, they call him Sundere, right? Sundere, mm-hmm. Sunderes. Just like angry but lovable at the same time. He loves martial arts. He does. Yeah, he's a kung fu guy. And he's just got a great, great background. Or judo. With, does uh, judo. One of our one of our episodes. Yeah. All right, here we go. Best girl. Last season we didn't have many. Mm-mm. This season is like we have all of them. This was a very strong season for female characters. And I am attracted to female characters. I'm attracted to shoujo now, and I'm attracted to female characters. So let's go with what we got. Ares from Lost in Space. Classic upbeat character. Kept the team going when they were down. Character design was adorable. Sugar sweet at times. Tirana from Copcraft. I really loved her. Yeah. Um, her need to fight racism, misogyny with a sword. It's really cool. True yeah. feminist warrior of justice. Mm-hmm. Like a Wonder Woman. Yes. Nezuko. Uh, Demon Slayer. Kometsu no Yaiba. Oh my God, Nezuko. I do love her. Uh, this show at times suffered, and I think it was a combination of Zenitsu and her not being around. Okay. There was the large swaths where she wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Shinobu, Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaibo. Uh, cool, calm, collected demon killing machine. Mm-hmm. She was the butterfly girl. She was awesome. Her character design was great. She is really cool, yeah. She she has a unique set of skills as mm-hmm. well. That I, I, I liked. Poison. Poison. Yes. Toru from Fruits Basket. Uh... Toru is the medicinal herb tea to soothe all the Soma boys' hearts. It's true. Yeah. Uh, my heart as well. Yes. <laughs> and here we go to the shit, the big girl show. Uh, Hongo. Oh, Maiden's your savage season. 
an experience of what she wants to, but she wants to know more and she is in the worst possible scenarios and they're all funny mm-hmm. with Milo Sensei. Kazuza, pretty generic character, but she pushed the story along, but she was adorable as well. Momoko, poor Momoko. She was kind of secondary until we find out that she's gay. And you're like, poor girl. Yeah. Imagine growing up when all your friends are talking about boys and you can't talk about anything because you don't want to be judged. Especially in a society that's not really into gay people. Yes. yes. So, yeah. Nina, victim of a sexual predator, uh, constantly judged positively and negatively for her looks. Mm-hmm. She wants to be loved, but is repeating learned behavior, suggestions from her abuser. Ugh. She still listened to him. Yeah. Uh, we get a good look at the supposed perfect girl, the downside to it. Fucking pedos. I love her. Not in a pedo way. <laughs> it's also animated, so it's impossible. Yes, yeah. Uh, and Sonazaki, who is prudish, judgmental, and she casts aside all her preconceived inclinations to slowly and awkwardly embrace her new love and throw away every kind of preconceived notion she had about boys. Okay, this one was super fucking hard for me. Yeah. I had five characters that I was pushing were, around. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, there's a, this is probably the uh, most contested, I feel like, for me as well. Yeah. Um, I had spent. This is, I will say, this is the one category I went through the whole list, and some of them were very easy. This was the one that I actually skipped. Yeah. And then I came, came back, back same to. Here. I had to, like, sit and stare at these names for a while some of them aren't as strong as others but there was there's five that i definitely thought were really good and mm-hmm. this is tough okay here we go here we Ready? go three two one Nina. Toto. Oh, no. uh, yeah, well, that's i mean okay. that's not too no, that's too not too crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i mean i that was number two for me it was Toro. Uh, okay so we got toro and nina i think they could both go in there yeah i mean they're both both uh great women very well written toro i mean is that's like the whole show at least like (laughs) so i mean if you don't really like the show or her then you're probably gonna have a hard time (laughs) right you know being into it but uh nina's is a great choice as well very complicated character especially for the amount of episodes that uh you know we had gotten with her she feels like a full fleshed out thing for only what 12 right right 12 12 12 yeah really well done all right here we go best worst villain I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by my answer. (laughs) Zenitsu, Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, Demon Slayer, for real. Fuck that guy, man. Fucking worst. (laughs) The worst villain. Akito, uh, Fruits Basket. Uh, Akito isn't really around around much, but the presence is always there Mm -hmm. of pure evil. And Sagusa of O Maiden's Near Savage Season. Pederast, foot-worshipping, manipulative Nina Ruiner. Yeah, I mean, uh, is there anything good to be said about that? No, I mean, he's definitely a villain. He's he's a he's a pedophile. Well, so there is fucking worse. Disgusting villains. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to give uh, a little like a uh, consolation prize to the jerk off that was n- n- that Momoko went on the date with too. Oh, okay, the bro. Yeah, that yeah. just like was like you're a slut. I'm gonna tell everybody you had sex with me. Yeah, scumbag asshole. Shit. All right, let's vote. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Three, two, one. Fuck, Akito. Fuck Zenitsu, man. Zenitsu, whoa. Yo, for real, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, in terms of annoying characters, I would definitely... definitely he was a vi- yeah, him, yeah. villain for <laughs> me. <laughs> well, enough for you. So will you, will you, would you say then that... You said Akito, right? Yeah, Akito. Yeah. Uh, would you say, just because of the strength of yeah. overshadowing everything... And if Zenitsu was in not the, in there, I would go with Akito. Yeah, barely being in the show, but feeling the presence is, is incredible. Uh, 
that he was so bad that it affected your rating for that show? Like, would it have Absolutely. bumped up? I said it he was in my like, review. Yeah. Absolutely. He was the worst part of that show. Yeah. That and uh, at the back end, we got the training. Like, you, met, you mentioned the parts that were like, guess yeah. what? This is going on for a second season. You're getting no closure. You're getting no closure at right. all. So, is he weighted so much, though, that you would have, like, bumped it up to... Masterpiece. I know. I would say must watch. Yeah, I just said it was. It was. It was good. Yeah, I just didn't know how where he was at. Yeah. No, no, he was like legit. Oh, really? I mean, it was like so bad that it. Think about it. it. There was three episodes that featured him heavily, and they were absolutely unbearable. And that was right before we got to that like big battle in the woods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me. I mean, listen. Uh, If you like him, that's power to you. I I just can't do it. Nah, I don't. I don't blame you really on that one. And I, I checked you about it. Like I'm sitting there with my wife and I'm watching the season finale mm-hmm. and it's the beginning of it. And if you haven't watched it yet, go check it out. But um, it's the beginning of it. And she's like, oh, this is pretty cool. I might be into this. And I had to explain Zenitsu. And then when he showed up on screen, she was like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that guy. Zenitsu also is like the one we've talked about on him a lot. And outside of this podcast, uh, it's probably the thing I talk about most this season. Though, right. Funny enough. So Which is bad. Yeah, it's if not your good. worst character is the one you're talking the most about. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, best OP. Uh, we got Otome uh, Domo Yo by Honeyworks. It's from O Maiden's Junior Savage Season. We got Kuzuato from Sent Millie Mental. It was in Given. We have Raku Ken uh, Rakuen Toshi by Mayoshi Oishi. That's a song from Copcraft. We have again by Beverly. That's for the first half of Fruits Basket. We have Suki O Ao Mayonaka by Ear Ao. That's from Grand Belm. And we have Sacrifice by Mafu Mafu to the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Uh, this was easy for me, but... Uh, Should we'll we just say... Can we say just the name of the show? And yeah, it's then, fine. Okay, because yeah. going three, two, one, and then doing a whole... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, three, two, one. Given. Copcraft. Yeah, Given. I liked... Uh, oh, that Given song is so fucking given, good. Given is my runner-up, though, so yeah. I'll, I'll, we can just solidify that then as, as the main one. You just want to go with Given? Yeah, because for me, Copcraft was just, like, really fun, jazzy, sort of. It kind of uh, completely showcases the vibe of the show yeah, and it was a fun listen i mean i enjoyed actually you know sitting there and watching it and, and listening to it but given is was my runner-up and honestly these two were kind of back and forth so i'm fine with that being being the winner cool best ed here we go uh connected by mayu yoshioka that was from copcraft we have one step closer by intersection that's fruits basket we have given by marutsuke that's from given and we have uh Yume Cinderella by Momo Asakura from O Maiden's Near Savage Season. So. All right. Three, two, one, and then the show. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Copcraft. So yeah, I went with Copcraft. Ah, there you go. Okay. I like this. Yeah. The, the Yume Cinderella for me, I really like the first like 10 seconds of it. Yeah. Very upbeat. And um, as with last seasons why don't you tell me that's a good song yes i'm really into the yeah um good choice good choice i really have nothing to argue about because these were all really good songs yeah definitely all right here we go the cherished mocks or midnight occult civil servants were given to the show that best represents complete mediocrity and shows that it is the most generic anime to anime at anime. Mm. Anime. All right. On three? 
Okay. Three, two, one. To, to the, the abandoned, abandoned sacred beast. beast. <laughs> okay. To the abandoned sacred beast into the mocks category. There you go. Completely ordinary ass show. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can type that in later. Yeah. All right. It's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, it is. All right, best individual sh- episode of summer 2019. I'm going to try to keep these uh, short because we are running long on time. Mm-hmm. So we have Demon Slayer, Kamesa no Yaba, episode six, which is the spooky girls getting abducted episode. We also have episode 19, Hinokami, which is the forest fight, which was awesome. Last 10 minutes of that show were awesome. Uh, Fruits Basket, we have episode three. Let uh, Rich Man, uh, let's play Rich Man, Poor Man. That's Yuki and Toru in the garden. Episode five, I've been fooling myself. Toru moves home. Episode six, perhaps we should invite ourselves over. Arisa and Saki sleepover party. Uh, episode seven, spring comes. Hattori's backstory. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> episode 24, let's go home. The cat curse. Then we have Given, episode nine, a winter story. The concert episode. Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps talking about it. Um, oh, Maidens in our Savage Season. We have episode two, S-E-X, the sex pawn episode. We have episode 10, Holes, which is Momoko's Confession and Nina's Dejection. And we might actually have to add next time an individual scene award. Because oh, Nina, because okay, like in that episode 10, when Nina's on her scenes, uh, that scene where she's on her knees in the red light district was pretty mm-hmm. f- pretty friggin' good. Yeah. And Fire Force had an amazing individual oh, scene. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's vote. How do we do that? Because it's such a mouthful. We just, um, should we count down or should we just say? Go ahead. You can say yours. All right. For me, it's Fruits Basket Season 1, Episode 7. Okay. Comes. Yeah, that's a great episode. Mm-hmm. For me, it's Given. Yeah. Episode that 9. That's another great episode. It just like blew me away because the show was pretty boring until then. Yeah. Both of those episodes, I can recall exactly what happens and, and feel a certain way about them. So those are both very, very solid choices. Yeah. Good job. This is great. All right, best show of 2019 as voted by Frank and Jim of the New Taku Anime Podcast. I thought long and hard about this. Did you? Yeah. All right. There was another show that was really right there. But uh, this, obviously, this this is completely subjective. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a bit, uh, welcome to their own opinion. Okay. Frank, I'll let you go first. All right. So for me, Fruits Basket. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I have nothing negative to say about this show. I've loved it from start to finish. I watched it almost every right away, just as it aired. Uh, fell in love with the characters. Half of them are on my my best list as is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't. I just this is the one I recommend. I just recommended this to somebody, so I have no problems recommending it to anybody. Yeah, that's my best show. And to no one's surprise, probably it's Oh Maidens Your Savage Season. I've been toting this since episode one. Right. I love Fruits Basket. I can't wait to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. Omains Your Savage Season is done. Right. It's got a closed ending. So that's interesting that that's you said that. That's the only yeah. reason why I, th- I think it's fantastic. I think it's a masterpiece. I think everybody should go watch this if they like shoujo. Maybe, maybe I would have voted for Fruits Basket if it ended the season, if there was a closure. Okay. So I was doing this a couple days ago, and mm-hmm. that, I mean, like almost texted you to see. And I mean, obviously, it's our opinion. Right. Um, but I don't see that's why it's it's hard to kind of wait shows that are clearly going to continue on. Like right. you had said, Oh Maidens is that's it. It's not going to go on. It probably won't anyway. But Fruits Basket we know is probably going to have going to be on for at least another year, if not yeah. more longer. So it is it is kind of hard to judge the two. Plus, Fruits Basket has a lot more episodes too, as well. It does kind of plays into it, especially when it's when you're trying to set up for the following season and you have to 
basically, I mean, the show didn't really burn episodes, but you have to burn episodes to set it up. Yeah, Demon Slayer is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. You burned four episodes just trying to set up a movie in right. the following season. Yeah. Which is interesting because if you remember, I don't know if you're up to it yet, um, in My Hero Academia, they have a different story arc that tied into their movie. And they did like an individual episode that I led know up what to you're it. talking about. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they have like the outro that's like, hey, go see our movie. Right, yeah. It was really well done, but it was done in 23 minutes and it was done. And then it's like, hey, here's. Here you go. Yeah. It's, they did the same exact thing. Has that happened before? Or is it just those two, at least with I've watched? It's I'm, sure, I'm sure. And then, well, I, the thing is, is like, okay, if you think of a show with movies, mm-hmm. uh, the one I think of is Dragon Ball Z. Sure. Oh, There's yeah. like so many movies to that right. show but none of them really tie into the storyline. They've no. gone back and kind of retro recon some of it and worked it in there. But like a lot of it's just standalone stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Bardock, the son of the father of Goku, like they recon that into the storyline. Makes sense for Demon Slayer. They're getting on a train. It's just going to be them on a train. And right. then if the new season starts up, they just get off the train. So yeah, like, right. Yeah. So they're traveling on the train and while they're traveling on the train, right. go watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you don't, you know what? They just went from point A to point B nothing happened. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. All right, good. That was fun. Okay, so the, those shows that we announced winners of are going to join the spring winners to sh- see who is the best of 2019, which we're going to announce at the end of the year or in January. Mm-hmm. So from spring, we have best show was we voted was Dororo. Best episode was Dororo episode five and six. You can go check these out in our back episodes. Best boy, we had Hikimaru from, from Dororo. We love Dororo. Mm-hmm. Best girl, we have Bochi from Hitori Bochi in a rather weak season for female characters. Best worst villain, we had Enta for Sarah Zanmai. Oh, yeah. What a jerk. What a jerk. Yeah. So we'll go over that when we get to the end of the year. Or you can go back and listen. Him and his dumb glasses. Stupid glasses. Stupid haircut. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) What a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Normally, we would do uh, listener questions, but we ran a little long today, and it was fun while we did it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So if you have questions for us, uh, send them on Instagram and Twitter or email us at uh, newtaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them on the air. But we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You got got to get out of my apartment. Yeah, I do because someone's hungover. Yeah, you've ever stayed. You're welcome. I have. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at newtakucast. Send us questions and show requests. Our email is newtaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about some of them on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe and share. This was fun. Can't wait for fall. This is Jim. This is Frank. And Gambate. Gambate.